the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Weekday evenings on FM 101.5 and AM 1400, The Patriot. It's 6 o'clock talk with Daryl Wood. Host Daryl Wood brings you the day's news and trending topics as only he can with a unique blend of conservative opinion, constitutionalism, and thought-provoking analysis. Join the conversation. 6 o'clock talk with Daryl Wood. A daily look at the news in a way you won't hear anywhere else. Tune in to 6 o'clock talk with Daryl Wood on FM 101.5 and AM 1400, The Patriot. Or stream at PatriotDetroit.com. You are in, in what part of the country? <laughs> Southwest Colorado. Wonderful. How are you picking us up? Oh, I stream you guys on my uh, iPhone every day. Fantastic. Um, I, I am a resident of Sterling Heights, but uh, I frequently come to Southwest Colorado. I am just thrilled to be hearing from you out there in Colorado. Continue to listen, tune in again, and call at your earliest convenience. Godspeed. Run to Win with Daryl Wood, Monday through Friday at 4 p.m. on Faith Talk Detroit. On the Bible Talk program, always following that remarkable, that wonderful, that genius of a guy, Daryl Wood, on Run to Win. What a fantastic program he has to keep you updated on everything that is happening in our political and social arena. God bless him for the work that he does. May God continue to bless him. And welcome to this program. Once again, that number, area code 866-423-9578. Area code 866-423-9578 to be on the air. Bible Talk with Pastor Emmy Moss, the pastor of Strictly Biblical Bible Teaching Ministries, where every Sunday now you can catch me online. That's right, strictlybiblical.org, strictlybiblical.org. That's all you have to put in. It will take you to our website where uh, from 11 to 12.30, I am a preaching machine, my friends. You can pull it up and uh, get the messages uh, from the Word of God uh, from strictlybiblical.org. So remember, that's Sunday the 11th, uh, right online. Just log on, and I'm um, going through the Bible, okay, which is what I must do since I'm uh, strictly biblical. Number to call, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578. To be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Emmy Moss. Now, Yesterday's program, I had a wonderful program, and all of the programs that I have, I enjoy talking to you listeners, okay? Uh, And everyone has a right to their opinion, uh, and uh, different opinions give us an opportunity to explore the Word of God, okay? Uh, Sometimes when we disagree, hey, uh, we cannot, we need to realize, we can disagree over some minor areas in the Bible. There's some things that are not essential for you to believe to be a Christian, okay? So, definitely, uh, even in the Bible, there is a leeway, all right? In essentials, we all have to believe the same thing. No way you're getting into heaven without acknowledging that Jesus Christ died on the cross for your sins, rose from the dead, coming back the second time. He forgives your sin. He is God in human form. These things must be believed. But there are other things that we can disagree and not divide over, right? Okay? Uh, day of worship, things of this nature that someone, some people fight about, I never do. However... On one thing, the Bible is the Word of God. Christianity is the 
religion on the earth. It is the only religion given whereby we can be saved. Okay? Now, I've studied world religions, okay? went to Bible college, seminary, studied Buddhism, uh, had a class on Islam, all of it. And uh, a lot of religions have good things to say. But one thing they can't do is to save your soul. Okay? The only way of salvation that the Bible offers is through Jesus Christ. Now, that's what the Bible says. Okay? So if it's not true, well, don't pick on me. Not my fault. I'm just reading from the Word of God. Okay? So that's the way it is. The Christian starts out with that, right? We start out with that position. Okay? It's not just our opinion. It's what the Bible says. Now, in other words, what I'm trying to say is this, is that if you believe something the opposite of what the Bible says, then it's no sense in you reading the Bible. Okay? How can you get around things that are so plainly stated uh, uh, in the text, right? If Jesus said it, it's either true or it's not. And I got news for you, it's true. Okay? And so if you can't go by the book okay, that he wrote, then how can you stay in that particular religion, right? Took to John, chapter 14, okay, and verse 6, where it's absolutely clear. In John, chapter 14, and verse 6, Jesus said it himself. Jesus says unto him, I am the way, the truth, and the life, okay? No man comes unto the Father but by Buddha, Krishna, and me. That's not what he said. <laughs> he didn't say that, right? What he said was this, John 14 and 6, Jesus says unto him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man comes unto the Father but by me. That is exactly what he said, and that is what the Word of God says, okay? So when you look at that, you know, in other words, you can't make up your own Bible. You've got to go by what the Bible says. And if God says that that's the only way you're going to be saved, then guess what? That's the only way you're going to be saved. And not only that, the Bible says it again in Acts chapter 4 and verse uh, 12. Oh, yeah, very powerful. In fact, we'll read in Acts chapter 4, and we'll read verse 11 and 12. Look at this. This is what the Bible tells us to do. Not my opinion, okay, nothing like that. It says here in Acts chapter 4 and verse 11, This is the stone which was set at naught of you builders, which has become the head of the corner. Okay, right? The stone he's talking about is Christ. Notice verse 12, Neither is there salvation in any other. Now, this is what the Bible says. Not me. I'm sorry, Masons. I'm sorry those who, uh, you know, uh, say we all believe in the same God. We don't. The Bible says we don't. But it says here in Acts chapter 4 and verse 12, Neither is there salvation in any other, for there is none other name under heaven given among men whereby we must be saved. Get that? Neither is there salvation in any other, for there is none other name under heaven given among men whereby we must be saved. I didn't write that. Okay? The Bible says this. The Bible, inspired by God. God's Word says it. Okay? So I'm sorry the Bible doesn't give you many options here, right? You either believe what the Word of God says or okay, you don't. And if you don't, then you cannot say that you're a Christian. Because in order for you to be a Christian, you have to follow what the book of Christianity teaches. Number to call, 
Area code 866-423-9578. Area code 866-423-9578. To be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Emmy Moss. Ready for your comments and your questions anytime you want to ask them. As we deal with a subject I think that is very important. I had a good caller uh, yesterday that called in on this. And uh, it got me realizing that what we really need to do is establish exactly what the Bible says. So you'll know that, hey, it's not coming from me. It's coming from the Bible. Okay? That's right. The Word of God, nothing else, nothing less. That's what I learned at uh, William Kendale Bible College years, years ago. But throughout the Bible, we have these uh, statements that are very clear, very clear. doesn't mean you hate anybody. doesn't mean you're against anybody. But you have to affirm what the Bible says for you to affirm. Either the Bible is true or it's not. If it's not, put it down. But if it's true, you've got to abide by it. What else does it say? Well, the people who like um, the world religions crowd, right, who think it's all the all in all and free, all of us just need to get together and drop our differences. Second um, John, yeah, that's right, the second epistle of John, no chapters, short letter, but powerful, where he says in the second epistle of John in verse 8, second epistle of John, verse 8, Look to yourselves. This is the word of God here. Look to yourselves that we lose not those things which we have wrought, but that we receive a full reward. How do you do that? Okay. He is going to tell you right in this verse. Okay. This is the Bible speaking to you, the Apostle John. He writes, verse 9, Whosoever okay, transgresses and abides not in the doctrine. Doctrine means teaching. Whosoever transgresses and abides not in the doctrine of Christ hath not God. Whoa, don't get mad at me. I did not write it. I did not write it. That is what is in the Bible that I'm reading to you. Now, there's some churches that people go to where they never hear stuff like this, because they're always trying to teach something to make you feel good. (laughs) (laughs) But the truth should make you feel good. Look at it. Second John, verse 9, whosoever transgresses, and abides not in the doctrine of Christ, hath not God. He that abides in the doctrine of Christ, he hath both the Father and the Son. Okay? So the doctrine of Christ is the teachings of Christ. Okay? You've got to abide in the doctrine of Christ to belong to God. Okay? You have to. That's what the verse is telling you. And then it says something okay, uh, even more pointed here at verse 10, 2 John and uh uh, verse 10, notice this, if there come any unto you, uh-oh, if there come any unto you, and bring not this doctrine, receive him not into your house, neither bid him God speak. For he that biddeth him God speak is partaker of his evil deeds. Do you see that? Now, when it says house, wait, wait, don't start not letting people come to your house. Now, sometimes you might have to do that, too. But here, remember, sometimes we uh, uh, we take what happens in our culture and we put it in the past. Actually, the early church, when it started out, they didn't start out with church buildings. Okay? They met in people's homes. Right? Ch- church buildings didn't come to later, okay? or churches. Churches were the body of Christ, not a building. Okay? So here, what he's saying is, uh, he's talking about in terms of... Uh, uh, in this case, keeping them out of your fellowship. In other words, uh, we can witness to those in the kingdom of the cult, 
but we cannot invite them in and say that what they believe is correct because it says in verse 10, if there come any unto you and bring not this doctrine, receive him not into your house, neither bid God speed. For he that biddeth him God speed is partaker of his evil deeds. So here, the Bible makes an, uh, a point about talking about doctrine. Yet you hear some that are trying to say that, uh, you know, it doesn't matter what you believe and blah, blah, blah. I don't see a single thing in the Bible which supports such teaching. Number to call, area code 866-423-9578. Area code 866-423-9578. To be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Emmy Mark, looking at this whole subject of uh, truth or error, okay? Truth or error, okay? Uh, can we uh, be Christians and believe anything we want and have that be accepted by God? Okay? Now, understand, we should have no ill will or hatred towards those who are not Christians and they're in cults or world religions. Okay? We, we can't hate anybody because our job is to go into all the world and preach the gospel okay, to everyone. So that's where we're at. We love everyone. Okay? And so all of the discussions or debates we have must be presented in love. That's right. In fact, I never discuss or uh, debate with anyone when they start with what I call ad hominem attacks, where they start attacking the person rather than the issue. And that's normally what a lot of people do when they run out of ammunition, they don't have anything to say, so they attack you. It's not about that. It's not about that. It's about discussing theology. Okay? So, And that can be done in a, lev a very loving manner. That's right, in a very, very loving manner. It doesn't have to be screaming. or. And in fact, for me, the end of the conversation is when someone calls me a name, okay? Because <laughs> it's not about that. It's not about calling someone a name. And to be honest with you, some people are hungry for the gospel of Jesus Christ. Yeah? Number to call, area code 866-423-9578. Area code 866-423-9578. To be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Emmy Moss. Those phone lines are open. You can call in with any question you want about the Bible. Do my level best to give you an answer. Here, if not, I'll dig it up for you later. But I do need your calls. If you want to talk about the Bible, if you want to get away from this subject, okay, for just a little bit, and you've got something else on your mind that is biblical, but it's not dealing with this subject, call. Phone line is ready for you. Area code 866-423. 9578, going to take a break, and we'll be right back. Are you over 65 or turning 65? Whether you're new to Medicare or already have a plan, important changes in Medicare take place every year that most Americans miss. Get your Medicare maximized with Chapter, a free service that makes sure you have the right plan now and continued concierge service whenever you need a change. At Chapter, we instantly compare thousands of plans from the most trusted insurers to find our members the best and most affordable plans for them the right medicare coverage for you including plans to cover gaps in medicare part a and part b important benefits like vision dental and prescription coverage that could save you thousands of dollars each year maximize your medicare with chapter rated a plus by the better business bureau the service is free so call and speak with an advisor let us help your next chapter be the best one yet call 800-586-9222 800-586-9222 800-586-9222. 
This is Sebastian Gorka, and I want to invite you to join me for a powerful travel opportunity that will likely become the highlight of your year. I'm headed to Israel in November 2022 for a 10-day Stand with Israel tour of the key sites and best places meant to give you an unprecedented view of a world you've likely only read or heard about. Together, we'll uncover key geopolitical insights as we unpack Israel's significance on the world stage. You'll return home empowered by the experience. If you ever dreamt of visiting Israel, this is your opportunity. Come with me in 2022. For more information, call 855-565-5519 or book online at Stand with israeltour.com 855-565-5519 or stand with israeltour.com there's a new and better way to end sleeplessness a breakthrough technology that naturally resets your brain for deep restful sleep brain life center in auburn hills has teamed up with gotahalfitnow.com and they want to show you this amazing new technology available only through gotahalfitnow.com Brain Life Center is offering their initial assessment for just $75. That's half the regular price. Brain Life Center's drug-free technology creates an environment that lets the brain reset, relax, and realign. This means sleeping through the night, waking rested, and having calm, focused energy throughout the day. Purchase a voucher for your Brain Life Center assessment at gotahalfitnow.com and pay only $75 to experience this technology firsthand. Vouchers are ready for you to buy immediately. Visit gotahalfitnow.com. That's gotta, H-A-L-F-itnow.com. Our unbeatable deals are available in limited quantities and go fast. Number to call, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578. To be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Amy Moss, just as Gary is doing right now. How are you doing, Gary? Uh, yes, Pastor Moss. Um, my questions come from John, the first chapter, and uh, 19 through uh, about 28. Okay, so you say John, the first, reading chapter? the first chapter, 20 okay. through 28. And you say John, chapter 19. 1? Start at verse 19. Yeah, verse 19, start there. Okay, so John chapter 1 and verse 19, let's see what it says. It says this, uh, and this is the record of John when the Jews sent priests and Levites from Jerusalem to ask him, Who art thou? And he confessed and denied not, but confessed that I am, uh, I am not the Christ. And they asked him, What then? Art thou Elijah? Elias, or Elijah? And he said, I am not. Art thou that prophet? And he answered, No. And they said unto him, Who art thou? That we may give an answer to them that sent us. What sayest thou of thyself? He said, I am the voice of one crying in the wilderness. Make straight the way of the Lord, uh, uh, as said the prophet Isaiah. And they which were sent uh, were of the Pharisees. And they asked him and said unto him, Why baptizest thou then, if thou be not the Christ, nor Elijah's, neither that prophet? John answered them, saying, I baptize with water. But he that stands, uh, there standeth one among you, whom you do not know. He it is who is coming after me, who is preferred before me, whose shoes latchet I am not worthy to unloose. Uh, these things were done 
in uh, uh, Bethsaida, beyond Jordan, where John was baptizing. Okay. So what's your question there? Well, this was before Jesus came to him. Uh, also, the scripture tells he came to him. So John was baptizing. So uh -huh. that authority was by God, right? Oh, absolutely. Okay, when he baptized believer, believers that came to him to be baptized, they had to be repentant. I, I believe it teaches, right? That's exactly right. So they had to believe, believe in God and be repentant. So uh -huh. when he baptized people, were they getting saved when they, when they got baptized before Jesus came? Well, I would say this. My, uh, my assessment on that is this. What if someone got baptized by John the Baptist, okay, who's pointing to Jesus Christ, okay? They got baptized and they died before they uh, were baptized or met Christ. Right. That's, you, that's my position. Um, there's people that came to John before Jesus came and was baptized Jesus by John. Jesus, they were on the scene. They were alive at the same time. But what would happen so to those What I'm saying, the authority was given by God for John the Baptist for unto repentance. And uh -huh. when he was baptizing people, I believe they were saved. Yeah, when he baptized them, yes. Okay, but still they would still they would get baptized again in Jesus' name if they encountered it. Okay, when the church began on the day of Pentecost, uh, Peter preached that they had to be rebaptized. Is right if they were alive, right? Uh, be be rebaptized? No. Yeah, and that's where find a place where it says so, rebaptized. So you have to that to me. These people on the day of Pentecost were only Jews, is that right? Uh, they, no, they were uh, also Gentiles uh, there as well. But it was a Jewish, predominantly Jewish celebration. Because the Jews were speaking, and when tongues happened at that time, which is very uh, fascinating, that's why the tongues occurred at that time, uh, so the Gentiles there could receive the message. They could know what was being spoken. What I'm saying, when you read Acts 10, uh, uh, Apostle Peter was astonished that Cornelius said uh, God had heard his prayer, and then he was astonished they got the Holy Ghost. So he was not astonished; he was, he was happy. What I'm saying, he, he, he didn't. What, what was I, needed I don't to happen is that it was, it was important for it was important for the Jews to see that God was blessing the Gentiles. You know, Jesus so, said that He came to bless the house of Israel, so mm -hmm. salvation was for the Jews that Jesus proclaimed, right? So the Jews was for everyone. Jesus died on the cross yeah. for everyone. Okay. I so, guess you believe so, there's Gentiles with around the day of Pentecost. I don't believe they were. I believe they're all the Jews. And that's why... Uh, all, uh, you, well, all I can say to you uh, concerning that is that's not true and it's wrong. Okay? Well, Pastor that, Peter was astonished that God had also included the Gentiles in yeah. the church in Acts Yeah, 10. that's an extent. He was astonished because it was happening right there before his eyes. And what happened is, Gary, the evidence was there because they spoke in tongues, which was the evidence... And uh, let me uh, ask you this. Was John the Baptist filled with the Holy Spirit? Not the baptism of the Holy Ghost. That didn't come until the day of Pentecost. Okay. So he had the John Spirit the Baptist of God because he was born with it. With the, oh. when, when he was born, he had the Spirit of God, it tells. Uh, I, I said, but he wasn't filled with the Holy Ghost. He didn't get the baptism of the Holy Ghost like they did on the day of Pentecost. Well, he was born with the Holy Ghost. Well, well what he did, but was he filled with the Holy Spirit? He was born with the Holy Ghost. Okay, good. Then everyone who has the Holy Ghost, the Spirit of God, is going to make it to heaven. That's what I'm trying to illustrate, and you've helped me right there. Thank well, you for calling, but call back again another time. 
has to go. There's people who get the holy ghost, but they don't keep it. Six four two three nine five seven eight. Area code 866-423-9578 to be on the air. Bible talk with Pastor Emmy Moss. Gary's right about that. You go to Luke chapter 1, verse 15. And he shall be great in the sight of the Lord, and shall drink neither wine nor strong drink. And he shall be filled with the Holy Ghost, even from his mother's womb. Okay? So here we see John, the, 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 the Baptist, filled when he was born with the Holy Spirit. And then you have to realize something else, too, that the Bible tells us. Uh, uh, the Holy Spirit doesn't just wait for New Testament times, because we find also that it appears in the Old Testament as well. Joseph was filled with the Holy Ghost uh, and, and, and others. So we see then, uh, and remarkably, remarkably, when we look at uh, over here in Peter, First Peter chapter 1, it's important to know, because I believe in the gifts of the, uh, the Spirit. I believe in speaking in tongues. have no problem with it. But we, don't, we should never come up with the, uh, the theology that everyone has to speak in tongues in order to be filled with the Holy Spirit or baptized with the Holy Spirit. Okay? Because, okay, uh, in First Peter chapter 1, okay, it says this, okay, starting at verse 8. First Peter chapter 1, verse 8, Whom having not seen, you love, and whom though you, now you see him not, Yet believing, you rejoice with joy unspeakable and full of glory. Verse 9, receiving the end of your faith, even the salvation of your souls. Now watch this. Verse 10, of which salvation the prophets have inquired and searched diligently, who prophesied of the grace that should come unto you. Then these are the prophets, the Old Testament prophets. Okay? Here Peter is talking about the Old Testament prophets who prophesied of the coming of Jesus Christ. Were they saved? Absolutely. Did they have the Spirit with them? Okay. Did they have the Holy Spirit with them? Verse 11, okay, it says this, searching what or what manner of time, okay, that's the, the prophets, okay, Isaiah, all of them, who prophesied at the coming of Christ, searching what or what manner of time the Spirit of Christ which was in them did signify when it testified beforehand the suffering of Christ and the glory that should follow. So definitely in the New Testament, there was this outpouring of the Holy Spirit. But let us not deny that the Holy Spirit was in the Old Testament as well. And uh, that is what the prophets had when they were prophesying the Word of God. Number to call, area code 866-423-9578. Area code 866-423-9578 to be on the air. Bible talk with Pastor Emmy Mark. Dealing with the whole subject of truth and error pointing out the fact that in the Bible there's some things that can be believed, there's some things that can't be believed. Error is the enemy of the faith. You've got to realize that. Nothing is wrong with uh, 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 talking about it. Nothing is wrong with, in challenging someone's religious belief. They have a choice to believe what they want. And any discussion we have about Jesus Christ, okay, especially if it's with if someone who's from the kingdom of the cults or something, it must be done in love, brothers and sisters. Love is what needs to uh, rule the discussion. We can disagree, yes we can, without being disagreeable. And that's one of the first things that folks have to, uh, to, to learn. But notice, the Bible is clear, very clear. You can't be a mason, I'm sorry. They tried to get me, I couldn't join. Could not, could not be a mason. I was in the military, uh, the masons were there, they wanted me to, they found out I was a pastor. They wanted me to, to lead some of their sessions, but they told me they didn't want me to pray in the name of Christ because, you know, 
They want me to pray just in the name of God and, and all that. I could not do it. Um, and then we accepted uh, within the Masons people who were not even Christians, and I had to act as if they were my Christian brothers. No, no, can't, can't what? Because I, I love them, yes, but I cannot get around Acts chapter 4. Acts chapter 4, verse 12. Neither is there salvation in any other, for there is none other name under heaven, not Buddha, not Krishna, not <laughs> none of them given uh, under heaven, given among men, whereby we must be saved. That's it. That's all you got to see. That's what the Bible says. I didn't write it. Dave didn't write it. This was, but this is what God says. Okay? So how can someone ask me to compromise that uh, and then say it's okay? When the Bible says there is no salvation in any other. Now, that's not to say that there are not some good tips and uh, uh, good uh, psychology in some of these other religions. Oh, yeah, I've studied Hinduism. Uh, they philosophize pretty well about these things. Confucius in his writings, yeah. But one thing they cannot give you is salvation. They cannot. Okay? There's only one book that can do that, and that is the Bible. Okay? So our discussions uh, uh, with people of other faiths, don't have to be antagonistic or anything like that, but they must be real. We have to assert what the Bible asserts, right? Number to call, area code 866-423-9578. We have another caller. We're going to go to our phone right now. We're on the air. Janet, how you doing? Good, Pastor Moss. How are you? Good, good, Janet. I haven't heard from you in a long time. I know. I have a couple questions. Um, uh well, my husband was wondering about um, Jesus being the son of David. Um, it says in the Bible that he is the son of David, or, and we don't see any connection or line to that. Well, what happened, you have two genealogies uh, that are given uh, in the New Testament. Uh, and definitely there's a genealogy that uh, uh, also leads from David. Okay? Uh, so... That, that's the only thing. In the genealogical records, he is uh, a part of a, uh, a David's seed. Oh, he is a part of David's seed? Yeah, yeah, he is. In fact, now, in, uh, is, that, oh, is that through Mary? Uh, 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 yes, that would be through Mary. That's right, through Mary. Because uh, Joseph was his real father, you know. Well, his real father. Well, actually, you know, the real father is God. Okay. But we're just talking right. about the line uh, through who he comes, and that would be through uh, Mary. In fact, a good commentary would put this together for you uh, really well, where they uh, trace it, uh, because the Gospels, uh, one focuses on uh, the Davidic uh, aspect of it, uh, and then uh, and one gives a, a more extensive one. But, uh, but clearly, he is the son of the, all through the Bible. Okay, you see that over and over again, concerning him being the um, uh, the son of David. So that's it, uh, exactly. And I think one of the longest ones, if you want to read it, is over in uh, Luke chapter 3. Uh, you read that one. Yeah, okay. all the way from verse 21 to 37. Uh, that may help you quite a bit. And then also um, in John chapter 9, verse 41, when Jesus said to the Pharisees, um, if if you were blind, you would have no sin. But now you say, we see, therefore your sin remaineth. Um, I, I don't understand that. I was just wondering if you could clear that up. 
Okay, sure, sure can. In fact, I have an example that brings it home real clear. Because I used to be a uh, mental health technician working on the psychiatric ward. And uh, let me tell you, kind of a, it's not a funny story, but it's kind of funny, where uh, there's a guy. And uh, the, the, the staff thought that since it was a mental health unit, that he was just faking the fact that he was blind. Okay? He was faking it. Okay. And so he would ask for stuff, and they said, quit playing around. Okay? He would bump into someone and say, why, you did that on purpose. Then the doctor finally sent him down and told him, listen, what are you guys doing? Did you read the guy's record? And uh, he told him, this guy is blind. Why do you think every time he's bumping and you think he's doing that on purpose? Okay. But so what happens is they were uh, thinking that this guy was just trying to be fooling around or playing when in actuality he was blind. Uh, and the minute the doctor told them, they realized they were wrong because you mm. cannot condemn a blind man for bumping into stuff because he can't see it. Okay. You get the point? Right, right. Yes, so I do. Is, and, um, oh, okay. In John, in John 9.39, Jesus says, For judgment I am coming to this world, that they which see not might see, and they which see might be made blind. In other words, God is not going to condemn a person for something they do not know. Another example, hang on, you, you, you're asking a very good question, and you need uh, some other scriptures to go along with it. Deuteronomy chapter 1. Verse 39 helps with this, where it says in Deuteronomy 139, remember the children of Israel going through, uh, headed for the promised land, right? But the mm -hmm. older generation, they kept sinning, and many of them didn't make it. Their children made it in. And what it tells us over in Deuteronomy chapter 1, verse 39, is very instructive, because it says, moreover, your little ones, which you said should be a prey, because they thought the, the adults going uh, into the promised land, they thought the children were going to stop them from getting there. They had to take care of them and all that. Here's what God says. Moreover, your little ones, which you said should be a prey, and your children uh, that had no knowledge between good and evil, they shall go in mm -hmm. thither. To them will I give it, and they shall possess it, right? Those who had no right. knowledge between good and evil. The children were not going to be condemned. Why? Because... They were too young to know what good is and evil is. God is not going to right. judge a person for something that they cannot know. They're mentally ill, too young. But once you reach that age of accountability, then judgment is fair game. So the Pharisees said they said that they could see, <clears throat> and they well, said yes, that they that's seen. The right, that's the problem. They said that they could see. They said they had it all wrapped up. In fact, they had nerve enough in Matthew chapter 12 called Jesus, uh, they say that Jesus was demon-possessed, okay? They would look right mm, at heaven yeah. before their eyes, and that's why they committed the blasphemy against the Holy Spirit. Because if you can look at God's power in action, and then you say that's of the devil, you are in big, big trouble. Yes. Right. So they, they so knew enough. The one, so he, uh, and when he says, oh, I came to um, the ones that say they see to make them blind. Uh-huh. That's right. So what, what, what well, um, are some people saying that they see that are should be made blind? Well, what, happens, um, what, they're, what, what they're saying is uh, they're seeing the truth. But when you don't acknowledge that truth, you're causing yourself to be blind. I mean, here is Jesus healing people right before your eyes. Here is Jesus mm -hmm. multiplying loaves of bread and fishes right before your eyes. You see it. Right. You see demons being cast out. And you look at that and you say, that's of uh, the devil. You're in trouble.
to be me blind? If you say if you I see, see yeah, no, if you say I you, I see. If you say you really see, see and you acknowledge what you see, you're in good shape. But if you're saying okay. you're seeing and then you're not, oh, that's I see. trying to see. Oh, he's coming to the world to one, the ones that say they see but don't really to make them blind. And the others okay. to make them, to, to uh, uh, encourage them to keep seeing what they're seeing. So you see what I'm saying? Oh, okay. Yeah. you want to resist him, then keep you're blind. I've done all of this and you still won't accept me. I fulfilled all the Old Testament prophecies. You're blind. You want to stay blind? You can. Okay. But the others uh-huh. who see, get saved. I see now. <laughs> yes, I see. Thank you, Pastor Ma, so much. Well, thank you very much. And call anytime. The number to call eight six six four two three nine five seven eight. Eric code eight six six four two three nine five seven eight. Number air. Bible talk with Pastor Emmy Mark. We're gonna take a break, and we'll be right back. Attention, pastors! Save the date, Thursday, April twenty eighth is Faith Talk Detroit's Pastor Appreciation Luncheon, our free special event to honor and thank you for your service to the community. will be held at the San Marino Club. Register at faithtalkdetroit.com and enjoy fellowship, fantastic food, and inspiring insights from Abdu Murray, speaker, author, and president of Embrace the Truth International. Pastors, set aside time to join me, Abdu Murray, at Faith Talk Detroit's Pastor Appreciation Luncheon on Thursday, April 28th. I'm thrilled for the opportunity to celebrate with you and to hear and share messages of encouragement. Hope to see you there. Pastors, this event is just for you with uplifting words of empowerment and edification from your peers in ministry. Pastor Appreciation Luncheon is free for pastors, but you must register to attend. Visit faithtalkdetroit.com to reserve your ticket. There's a new and better way to end sleeplessness, a breakthrough technology that naturally resets your brain for deep, restful sleep. Brain Life Center in Auburn Hills has teamed up with GottaHalfItNow.com, and they want to show you this amazing new technology. Available only through GottaHalfItNow.com, Brain Life Center is offering their initial assessment for just $75. That's half the regular price. Brain Life Center's drug-free technology creates an environment that lets the brain reset, relax, and realign. This means sleeping through the night, waking rested, and having calm, focused energy throughout the day. Purchase a voucher for your Brain Life Center assessment at gotahalfitnow.com and pay only $75 to experience this technology firsthand. Vouchers are ready for you to buy immediately. Visit gotahalfitnow.com. That's gotta, H-A-L-F, itnow.com. Our unbeatable deals are available in limited quantities and go fast. Dr. Michael Youssef. When your faith is anchored in his son, the Lord Jesus Christ, to be like the Apostle Paul, whether to live or die, I'm Christ's. And so whether our lives are up or down, It doesn't really matter in the long run because sooner or later, all of us, we're going to be with him forever. Passionately proclaiming uncompromising truth on leading the way. You're listening to FM 92.7 and AM 1500 WLQV Faith Talk Detroit in Odyssey Station. FM 92.7, AM 1500, 
the mobile app, or on the web. We're all the same great Faith Talk Detroit. Area code 866-423-9578. Area code 866-423-9578 to be on the air. Bible Talk with Pastor Emmy Moss, the pastor of Strictly Biblical Bible Teaching Ministries, where every Sunday at 11 o'clock you can tune in to our uh, uh, broadcast. Well, actually not a broadcast. It's uh, uh, on YouTube where you can, in fact, log on to strictlybiblical.org and uh, get our 11 o'clock service. That's right, about an hour and a half of preaching coming straight out of the Word of God. All you have to do is log on to strictlybiblical.org, tell you how to um, uh, just wait. I'll tell you all everything to do. These computers are so marvelous. And, and even you can even watch it on your phone. And you'll be able to get a message, and um, uh, you'll be a part of our service, which is done online. So we encourage you to, to do so. Also, we encourage you to support the radio ministry, and uh, Strictly Biblical as well, you can send donations to P.O. Box 05877, P.O. Box 05877, Detroit, Michigan, 48205. That's P.O. Box 05877, P.O. Box 05877, Detroit, Michigan, 48205. Any donations that you would give, uh, we definitely would appreciate it. We need that to keep this radio program going. All right? And uh, so uh, definitely we look forward to, um, let us say, uh, seeing your letter in our mailbox to keep us going on this program. Number to call, area code 866-423-9578. Area code 866-423-9578 to be on the air. Bible talk with Pastor Amy Moss. Uh, just letting you know that the idea that we all believe the same things in Netflix, I'm, I'm sorry, it's just not true. It is just not true. Okay? Um, Definitely, we've got to be aware of the fact that there are false teachings out there, false teachings, and the Bible warns against it. We've seen some of them already. Uh, even, uh, in fact, uh, definitely no one who's a heretic should be seeing uh, uh, or having a leadership position uh, in your church. You can't. The okay? Bible forbids it. We saw that over in John. Uh, here, notice also, and, 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 and notice, all over the Bible, we find this same teaching. It's not something that's just excluded to one particular book. Here in 1 Timothy chapter 1, okay? 1 Timothy chapter 1 and verse uh, uh, 3, let's start there, where the, the, the title of, of it even in the Bible, the problem of unsound doctrine. There is a such thing as unsound doctrine, and you need to recognize that the era of the future is for everyone to get into one religion. That's what people think is the way to do it. Let's stop all this religious bickering, and let's just all have one faith. That's what the nations are all about. We all worship the same God. We don't. We don't. Either you worship the God of the Bible, or you're not worshiping God. Okay? Do what you want to do. But I've got to be real about what the Bible says, right? First Timothy chapter 1, and verse uh, 3 very interesting, First Timothy 1 and 3, says, uh, once again, Paul writing, As I besought thee to abide still at Ephesus, when I went into Macedonia, that you mightest charge some that they teach no other doctrine. Listen, there's doctrine that can be taught in the church. There's doctrine that cannot be taught. 
That's what he said. It's not all the all in free. Just believe what you want, okay? Now, it's funny that we don't do this in any other arena, okay? We want the truth. We want the real deal. Then you come in church. Well, I think you can just believe anything you want. I'm showing you the Bible does not say that. You don't have to answer to me about it. We have to answer to God. Notice here in verse 4, 1 Timothy 1 and 4, Neither give heed to fables and endless genealogies, which minister questions rather than godly edifying, which is in the faith so do. All right? Okay. Then, now, now the end of the commandment is charity out of the pure heart and good conscience and faith unfeigned. Very good, very good. So this is in First um, Timothy, uh, chapter one, uh, verse three to four. Uh, then we've got another one, okay, uh, right before this in Second Thessalonians, Second Thessalonians, chapter three, verse fourteen. Notice this. Know how much focus on doctrine is found in the Bible. Yeah, right here. I mean, all through. You're just getting a small sample of it here. All through the Bible, the emphasis is on false doctrine and comparing false doctrine with true doctrine. Okay? Yet, you hear very few ministers dealing with the issue of false doctrine. Okay? Okay? We need to pray hard. Notice here, where in Second Thessalonians 3 and 14, here's what Paul writes. If any man obey not our word by this letter, Note that man or woman, and have no company with him, that he may be ashamed. Yet count him not as an enemy, but admonish him as a brother. Okay? The word of God must be obeyed. Okay? And we can tell people things in a nice manner. But we've got to defend the faith. There's no way around it. The Bible very clearly tells us to. And we need to recognize that false doctrine is the enemy of the gospel. It is. If it's false doctrine, it's the enemy of the gospel. And all through the Bible. I mean, it's not like we don't have, uh, the Bible doesn't cover this issue. It covers it very well. In Galatians chapter 1, verse 6 to 9, Paul sounds mad here when he says, first, uh, Galatians 1 and verse 6, Galatians chapter 1, verse 6, I marvel that you are so soon removed from him that calls you unto the grace of Christ unto another gospel, which is not another. Okay? Book of Mormon is not a gospel. Uh, the Quran is not a gospel. Christian science book is not the gospel. Mary Becker Eddy stuff, that's not the gospel. Okay? He says, which is not another, but there be some that trouble you and would pervert the gospel of Christ. The Bible says that the gospel can be perverted. Okay? Okay? Now, the gospel, of course, is true, but it can be taught to you in a way that doesn't support the Bible, and therefore it's perverted. And that's what happened. So you mean to tell me that our web just don't say anything, you know? Every religion is the same. It's not. It is not. The Bible says that that is a lie, not me, right? Then it tells you to watch out for yourselves, okay? Because in Galatians 1 and 7, which is not another, but there be some that trouble you and hurt the gospel of Christ. That's right, okay? Sure do, just like Islam does with Quran, where they say that Jesus didn't die on the cross. Somebody else, uh, Judas, died in his place, and he just went up into heaven in his natural body and did not die. No, Jesus died on the cross for your sins and rose again from the dead. Well, now notice here, Galatians 1.8, But though we, or an angel from heaven, wow, 
here, the Bible opens up the possibility that you can even be deceived by a demon masquerading as an angel. Yeah, and Paul talks about this in another place as well. Fascinating, fascinating. Galatians 1 and 8, But though we or an angel from heaven preach any other gospel unto you than that which we have preached unto you, let him be accursed. This is the Bible, not me. I'm not saying this. This is from the Word of God. So if I'm not going to do what it says, then I might as well put it down because the Bible is not plain. Now, you can read your Bible with your eyes closed if you want, but you got to answer to what you got what you see here. Okay? Yeah, you cannot be. Let it, that all religions are the same. And be a Christian. You can be nice to people in whatever religion they are, tell them the truth, but there's no way that we can reconcile non-Christian teaching and say that it's Christian. Notice here, verse 9, Galatians uh, 1 and 9, as we said before, right? Paul had to say it more than once. I think it's a little hyped up here, right? As we said before, so say I now again, if any man, okay, that's what he said, if any man, now, now look at this, if any man preach any other gospel unto you, then that, then that other than that you have received, let him be accursed. I didn't say it. I didn't. I didn't. This is what the Bible says. This is what the Apostle Paul said, and either you abide by that or not. Now, I'll tell you, uh, me, if it were me, and I saw stuff like this, and I recognized that if I embrace Christianity, then I've got to let go of all the other stuff out there that doesn't agree with it, okay? I'll tell you what I'll do, I would do, when we come at that. Del Wamsley explains how he found that speck of light that got him into the lifestyle. I had a guy who used to come to the health club every day and work out for four hours a day, sit in the jacuzzi, swim, play racquetball, was happy, looked great, tan all the time. And one day I just asked him, what do you do for a living? And he said, Del, I own real estate. Well, do you own real estate? Register for our live online free workshop and find out how you can get all the things you want out of life with passive income. Register at lifestylesunlimitedworkshop.com. Brought to you by Lifestyles Unlimited. Are you unhappy with your Medicare supplement plan? Are you paying too much for doctors or drugs? Did you know that you don't need to wait for the annual enrollment period to switch plans? You heard me right. With Chapter, you can apply to switch your Medicare supplement plan whenever you want. Chapter is a free service that helps you make sure you are on the right Medicare plan for your needs. Chapter searches thousands of options to find the plan that best suits your specific health care needs and could save you thousands of dollars each year. Because health care should be your choice, not a bureaucrat's decision. Whether you're already enrolled in a Medicare supplement plan or you're new to Medicare, call Chapter and make sure your choice is the right choice. It could be the last call you ever need to maximize your Medicare benefits. The service is free, so call today. Call 800-404-0155. This is Luke Hammett. By now, you've all heard me talk about my pillow, and now Mike Lindell has just announced that our listeners will receive one of his books, What Are the Odds? From Crack Addict to CEO, absolutely free with any purchase using the promo code Luke. It's a great time to buy his warm and wonderful My Slippers. They are designed to wear indoor and outdoor all day long. They're made with My Pillow foam and impact gel to help prevent fatigue, and made with quality leather suede. 
for a limited time only, Mike Lindell is offering 50% off on all my slippers. Go to MyPillow.com and click on the radio listener square and use the promo code Luke. You will also get deep discounts on all my pillow products, including some overstock products such as individual towels, blankets, comforters, and so much more. Call 800-861-6525 and use the promo code Luke. That's 800-861-6525 and use the promo code Luke at checkout. For the best night's sleep in the whole wide world, visit MyPillow.com. Download the free Radio.com app at the Apple Store or Google Play to listen to WLQV, FM 92.7, and AM 1500, Faith Talk Detroit. Anytime, anywhere, hear the very best in local and national Bible teachings and preaching from ministry leaders across the Motor City and around the country. Discover engaging faith-based programs, inspiring sermons, Christian talk, and local sports on WLQV, FM 92.7, and AM 1500. Stream Faith Talk Detroit live on Radio.com today. All right, this is Pastor Moss with you. Area code 866-423-9578. We've got Rick on the line. How you doing, Rick? Doing good, Pastor Emery Moss. Love the show. You and Daryl are like, you guys are like Cabrera and Martinez back in the early mid-2000s in the Tigers lineup. You really are, the two of you, back-to-back. Boom, boom. I love it. Um, I just want to say something real quick. I just want to say something real quick. Good job with what you're talking about. I, I, I not only love what you say, I just love how you say it. And you get yourself out of the way when you speak the Word of God. You say, this isn't me saying this. This is what the Bible says. And for spirit-filled Christians, for spirit-led Christians, what the Word speaks, the Holy Spirit confirms within us. And we know that. We know that. Somewhere along the line where, where God would let you know that, he would grieve you on the inside for that. It might not be right away because he has his own timetable, and we're all different in that regard. But I just wanted to affirm what you're doing, how you're doing it, and just share that, that when there's some question there, the Holy Spirit within you will confirm it in time. And, you know, I appreciate your call. And the thing that people need to realize, it is not unloving to have a discussion with someone who has not embraced Christianity and you're in the kingdom of the cult. Um, our job is to go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature, and we've got to do what the Bible says. How could I be a Christian yeah. and then believe it's all yolly, all in free, and you can be whatever you want? It's not what the Bible says. So you're, you're right. It's just absolutely not only is it biblical, it's logical. Well, what, but one other thing, Pastor, that you said, too. I know a lot of believers, God bless them, they think that they can, they're really into what they do for God. I think to really love the Lord is to obey him more so than what you do for him. You can be involved in all kinds of ministries. The life we live is a true testimony of what he's doing within our interiors that people will see. Not so much what we do for him, but a lot of things, it's what we lay down before him that, that defines our, our walk with him. Well, you're exactly right. You're exactly right. And a lot of people in churches are just going through the motions. You're right. Not everybody, but some are. Uh, they really don't care about the doctrine. Um, for many, it's like food, fun, and fellowship. But uh, unless you embrace the, the, the doctrine of Jesus Christ, but the Bible says you're in trouble. Listen, I thank you very much yeah. uh, for your call. Thank you. God bless you. Love the show. All right. And I love you listening. <laughs> All right. We've got not too much time left, uh, but I really enjoyed uh, uh, talking about this because it's not talked about enough today. 
We have false doctrine, and uh, people are acting as if it doesn't matter. Friends, it does. It does. Okay? Uh, our job is to study the Word of God. Uh, we even have warnings that uh, come from Jesus himself concerning this. Okay? We have to be careful concerning uh, false doctrine. Okay? Uh, the Bible wants us to the law, to the testimony. They speak not according to this Word. It's because there's no light in them. That's exactly what the Bible tells us. And Jesus, Jesus tells us. Matthew chapter 24. What did he say? He told us, okay? We act like he never said it. But this is what he said, okay, in Matthew 24 and 11. And many false prophets shall rise and shall deceive many. And because iniquity shall abound, the love of many shall wax cold. But he that shall endure unto the end, the same shall be saved. Verse 14, and this gospel, not Islam, not Christian science, not the New Age movement, not the Unity School of Christianity, not the Masons, no, doesn't say that, okay? doesn't say it. But the gospel of the kingdom shall be preached unto all the world, for witness unto all nations, and then the end. That's right. Well, this is Pastor Moss, and I end has come on this radio program today. I want to thank our technician, did a wonderful job, and all you callers. I'll see you next time. Sponsored by Bible Bootcamp Ministries. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never before seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com. <laughs> 